What's up, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of Life's a Garden. Every year on this podcast, I've made it a point to do an Independence Day episode. But unlike Halloween or Christmas, it's never officially been recognized as a holiday special. Until today. We're going big time because Fourth of July has always been one of my favorite holidays. That's why I've always done an annual episode. It's just never been made officially a holiday special here at Life's a Garden. But we're changing that because on the 4th of July, we take stock of this great country. And we do it every year as as Americans. We do it the most American way we know how. By blowing up Chinese sky candy and eating hot dogs. So we're going to do it up just like that right here this week. So buckle up. This is the Independence Day holiday special of Life's a Garden. Joey Chestnut is a goddamn American hero. I'm telling you right now. That's who needs to be elected the next president. Joey Chestnut. You know me. I've always dug the hot dog eating contest. It's always been a a staple of my 4th of July traditions. Now, I will say this. I do not understand how those guys can house that many dogs. It's insane. And the whole dunking them in the water thing, it's just, it's not right. Because soggy bread might be the most disgusting thing to consume ever. So how those guys are able to do all that is pretty impressive. And we're going to go ahead and just wash those dogs down right now with a true American beer. The new American beer. Good old Coors Light. Like to wash it down with an ice cold Budweiser. But too bad Budweiser is no longer America's beer. In fact, the crazy thing, and it's official. It's official that Bud Bud Light is not the most popular beer in America. Surprisingly, though, it's not what I would have expected. It's actually Modelo. You would have thought it'd be like Coors Light or Miller Light or another just even Budweiser, just another American or another uh, domestic beer. But it's, in fact, Modelo. I did not think Modelo was that popular, but sure as shit it is. But kudos to to Modelo. Honestly, I'm pretty sure Modelo is owned by Anheuser-Busch, so they're still on top of the world when it comes to all that shit. But I I told you guys, I told you Bud Light was going to take a hit. And they sure as shit did. America has spoken. And that's just how it is. The corporations don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about your cause or your gender identity or your race or anything like that. 
All they care about is the almighty dollar. So whatever is going to get them that, that's what they're going to run with. So however often you think corporations give a goddamn about you, you are mistaken. Now, let's go ahead and get this this bad boy started off properly with the good old national anthem. What do you say? Oh my gosh, I uh, I apologize. I I did not mean to play that. That's not the American national anthem. However, it does seem to be like it could be at some point the way things are going. No, no, no. What I actually meant to play was, of course, this. How on God's green earth does Fergie still have a career? I mean, seriously. If if it wasn't for if if that wasn't enough, if that debacle of a of a, I'm, I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but. It, if you haven't heard that, please go back and listen to it. It's it's known notoriously as one of the worst national anthems ever sang, ever. Between that performance and the weird-ass Today Show performance she did where she was doing all the somersaults and going, oh, ah, oh, ah, how the fuck does this woman have a career? Like, you... You'd think that one blunder is, is something, but you have two? And then wasn't there one where she pissed her pants, too? Like, blunder after blunder, and yet this, this gal still somehow has a career. So kudos to, to Fergie, I guess, for maintaining a uh, career after, after such terrible, terrible performances. Um, but yes, National Anthem, of course, a staple. Had, had to get started off properly, right? Um, I will say this. I do want to. I want to say this. I do love our national anthem. It's a little long, of course. Could you imagine being a sports player, like in baseball especially, and having to sit every single game through that? But I still love it. You know, nonetheless, I will still always remove my cap. I am respectful for that. But I will say, I will. I will go out on on the limb. Not really out on a limb, but I will. I will go out and say, I always thought. That the Pledge of Allegiance was kind of weird. I always thought it was kind of a little bit culty feeling. Even as a kid. I mean, think think about it. And, and I don't even know if they do it anymore. I don't think... Mo- I, I'm not sure... I know that they, they tried to remove it because it has God in it. Which is the least of the things that is weird about the Pledge of Allegiance. We talk about how weird it is that, you know... Chinese, like the Chinese or the or the Koreans and the North Koreans, you know they they have to bow to the um, picture of Kim Jong Un every morning and they praise him and all this and that. Is that not kind of similar to the national anthem and the fact that they were imposing it in schools, no less? The fact that they were like kind of it's almost kind of indoctrination in itself to be like. I pledge my allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. 
and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All these years later, I did that so many times as a kid, every single morning. You are pledging your undying allegiance as a child to this symbol of America, which, don't get me wrong, I personally have zero issue with that, but it does seem not that different than bowing to the picture of Kim Jong-un and pledging your allegiance to something. Like, people pledge their undying allegiance to cults and to things like that, you know? Now, I do believe that the lack of doing this, the la- like taking it away from schools and stuff, has in fact uh, diminished the level of nationalism that this country has, which is not a good thing. Say what you will about nationalism. That's the other thing too. It's it kind of, it seems like so much lately that it's been it's being uh, pushed as frowned upon to be nationalist. Like, to, to have love for one's nation, it doesn't make sense that that would be a bad thing. Like, if you live in a place, shouldn't you be proud of that place you live? Nobody ever has a problem with Mexican pride or Canadian pride, you know, because these are non-threatening countries. But then you talk, you know, people get all upset about Russia being very pro-Russia or China being super pro-China. Well, because these are threatening states. These are threatening countries, right? Um, but national... Wh- why do you think these countries are strong? Why do you think Russia and China are so strong? It's because so many of their people believe in the country and they love their country and they would die for their country. We've, sl- we've been very, very slowly moving away collectively as a nationalist state, or as a nationalist country. The love for America has died so much that that's why we're falling down as as the superpower. That's why we're not being looked at as a threat anymore because the people of this country don't love it at the at the same extent as we once did. We're not as strong, we're not as united. We are not really the united states anymore. We're kind of the everybody has their own independent opinion and doesn't really give a fuck states of America. But I I just thought it was interesting that, um, like I said, I have no problem with being nationalist and being proud of your country. I mean, if you're not, why don't you fucking move somewhere else? If you don't like it, move. That's what, that's, that's exactly what the people who started this country did. They didn't like what was going on elsewhere and they moved here Hey, surprise, surprise, that's still what happens. That's still 90% of why people move to this country. It's not, it's still for the pursuit of of a better life. People leave their shithole countries, their third world countries, they leave those places because they're not happy with the situations that have been given to them in those countries. And they come where? They come here. To a place that they know they can advance their lives and have a better future for their families. It's still what happens. And yet you have snobby, you know, 
snobby Americans who grew up here, who have only known America, and look, and turn their nose up at what a great place this is, what a great opportunity they have at their fingertips to even live here. They, The people who down-talk America, and I'm not saying that we're without flaws, of course. America is riddled with flaws, as is so many other countries. Name a flawless country. They don't exist. But America as a whole, Americans, people who have grown up in America, all you got to do is go talk to a Cuban. Go ask a Cuban what life outside of America is like, and they'll tell you straight up, it sucks. Like, there's other great countries. I'm not downplaying every, every other country. But people move to those kind of countries. They don't, they don't stay in shitty countries. Only in, uh, the only way they do is if they're trapped there and they have no way to leave. But trust me, if you gave them the opportunity to leave, they would. Hence why America is still a great place to live. And a lot of, it's just, it's just kind of sickening to see how many young people or how many like natural born Americans have forgotten that. If they went and lived for six months in a third world country or a refugee camp or something like that, a place where freedoms aren't so free, like, like the Middle East where if you're a woman or a gay person, hey, you think shit's bad here? Why don't you go check those places out? Come back and let me know what you think of, of America, you know? But nonetheless, we are happy to be here. We are proud on this show here at Life Cigar, and we are proud Americans. We love this country despite our flaws, and we admit that there are. Um, let's see. So this year, pretty standard 4th of July for me. Gonna go, well, here, here's the thing, though. So I've always thought there's two ways to celebrate the 4th of July. You can either go to a fireworks show, which here in Billings, well, near Billings, Laurel, the Laurel fireworks, if you're from here, hell, if, you've, if you're not from here, Laurel fireworks is top, of, top tier, top of the list of greatest fireworks shows in the United States. I'm sure there's bigger and better ones, but for this area, we are so lucky to have that right here because last year was the first time I had gone to Laurel fireworks in probably, um, Oh shit. I forgot to mention too. I apologize. I'm, I'm, I'm backtracking here. I didn't want to get off on the, on the hot dog conversation because I, I forgot to mention, I do in fact have a plate of hot dogs. Because I'm, I'm, as a true American, as I've already mentioned, as a, as a red-blooded American, the only way to celebrate, truly, is to, to indulge in the hot dogs, like we do every year. And I was going to mention that, too, for my, my annual, as, as always, I will be watching the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. And I will be setting off an alarm every, the alarm's already been going. But there's going to be an alarm going off every so often that will indicate when I need to eat another hot dog. I, I forgot to mention that in the beginning. I apologize. But back to, the, to uh, my, my plans for, for the uh, holidays, or for, for this year. 
Last year was the first year I went back to Laurel in probably six, seven years. I had forgotten how amazing that firework display is. And because of that, I will only be going to Laurel for the fireworks show every year. Because it's, it just doesn't get better than that. It really doesn't. It's so good. They play it to music, all that. It's pretty fantastic. Also, um, wanted to... Oh, but, but, back to what I was saying. There's, there's two ways you can go about it. You can either go and watch a firework display, or you can shoot your own fireworks. And as you can see from the boxes behind me, I've got fireworks. And yes, indeed, I am planning on shooting off fireworks. Now this year, I, like I said, you can either do one or the other. I've decided to do both. So Saturday, we're going to go shoot off fireworks out at my buddy's house. He lives out in Levina. Bought a bunch of fireworks. He's going to barbecue. We're going to be shooting off fireworks. Shooting off fireworks is just as enjoyable as watching a fireworks show, even though it's not as much fireworks. There's not as much action going on. It's just as fun to shoot off fireworks. And um, we're going to do that. Plus, on the 4th, go and watch the fireworks, which is pretty exciting. Um. So we're going to do that. Definitely, of course, like I said, got to watch the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. That's what I'm doing in the morning. Going to go. My tradition that I've done for myself the last few years, I go to Krispy Kreme, get myself a dozen donuts, order a nice, probably not from Krispy Kreme. I'll get a, a, a coffee somewhere else. But I'll get a nice cold uh, like frappe or something like that. And I'll have some Black Rifle coffee brewing, the American coffee brewing right here. So I'll, I'll do the coffee trick that I told you a long time ago. One hot coffee. Excuse me. Oh, my God. One hot coffee and one cold coffee. That is the coffee trick with a dozen donuts watching dudes house some hot dogs. Just like glizzy gobblers that they are. Then we watch the cornhole tournament that comes on right after that. Then, this year, my boy Tom Segura, the comedian, has a comedy special coming out on the 4th of July. And I will be for sure watching that. And then, of course, end the day off by going to Laurel. So, we're going to be watching the fireworks display and also putting on a fireworks display. And so, with all that being said, we got to... Of course, in tradition, remind you. You're going to stand there owning a fireworks stand and tell me you don't have no whistling bungholes, no spleen splitters, whisker biscuits, honky lighters, husker do's, husker don'ts, cherry bombs, nips of dazers, with or without the scooter stick, or one single whistling kitty chaser? No. Because snakes and sparklers are the only ones I like. <laughs> snakes and sparklers indeed and you know what nothing nothing against snakes and sparklers they were they were classics as a kid you gotta always have the sparklers snakes and sparklers are the only ones i like and so uh yeah had to remind you all of that because 
it's life's a garden and that is i mean it's perfect it's it's it always it always sets it up so well spleen splitters whisker biscuits honky lighters husker do's husker don'ts nips a dazers uh oh and my favorite part of that is when they're driving to the place and he goes we're just an indian and some guy why would they give the records to us we're just an indian and some guy Which is, it's just hilarious. And it's true. They are an Indian and some guy. Uh, let's see. What else do we got going on? Uh, oh, it is hot dog time. Let me restart this thing. If I look like I know what a JPEG is, I just want a picture of a god dang hot dog. You know, I truly thought about doing like a hot dog eating contest on the show. Like seeing how many hot dogs I could eat before I got sick or before I just couldn't do it anymore. But, um, I just, I, I couldn't, uh, it, it doesn't play well. On audio, for one. And it doesn't really play well for, for visual, either. Like, the last thing I think you want to do is watch me just eat a bunch of hot dogs. Granted, I've eaten food on here before. Like, with the blind taste test and stuff like that. So, it was in consideration to do the hot dog eating contest. But, I figured it'd be more pleasing to you, the audience. To just have it be at random. Random points in the... Uh... Excuse me. I apologize. That was the hot dog. Also, as, as American as it is to have hot dogs, it might be the absolute most disgusting food that there is, just in general. But it it, it really is perfect uh, for for it's a perfect uh, image. It's a perfect uh, uh, comparison for for America. A hot dog, it's it's disgusting and <laughs> and satiates us so anyway what else uh oh so i in keeping with all this got to recently go to yellowstone which what's more american than that going to a national park got to take my nephews to yellowstone park they'd been there a long time ago when they were kids but now they're grown up they're adult you know not adults but they're 16 and 13, I believe. So old enough to actually really experience it and enjoy it and take it in. You've seen my nephews before. We had them on the podcast uh, last year at some point. My black nephews. Now, let's just think about this for a second. That is the most American thing I could ever imagine doing. Taking my black nephews to a national park that I live right by. That I'm so blessed to live right by. And, and really... If you are a majority white family and you don't have a black relative, are you truly American? I mean, that's really as American as it gets. You gotta have, at this day and age, in 2023, you have to have a black relative. I don't care if you're Latino, Asian, whatever. If you don't have a black relative who is 
of whether that's of marriage or or blood related you are not living the american dream my friend and i had the the beautiful opportunity to take my nephews to yellowstone national park and that's beautiful really it's beautiful and you know what else there is a benefit to having black relatives i'll tell you i'll tell you right now sometimes sometimes they'll even let you say the n word not not me not me first of all i haven't gotten the pass and even if i did truthfully I wouldn't use it. I would never say it because out of respect, because I'm that kind of guy. I'm respectful enough to, to be given the pass, to be given the N-word pass. I wouldn't, I still wouldn't do it, but it is nice to know that you can. It, there's something nice about that. There's something real, real special and beautiful about that. To have black relatives that will allow you to say the N-word, not to say you should say it, but to be given the opportunity. Just to know that you could if you wanted to. God, that's beautiful. God, that's beautiful. And I have not been given that. And you know what? It's all good. I don't even want to because I'm respectful and I would never say it anyway. Um, <laughs> so we went to Yellowstone. It was, it was really cool. I hadn't been to Yellowstone in, God, it's been... 15 years since I've been there. And I've mentioned this before. We've, we already know that Wyoming is a dog shit heap of land. I already made the distinction. Even though Yellowstone is technically in the state of Wyoming. I've already made the distinction that Yellowstone National Park in and of itself is excluded from the state of Wyoming. Because it is a national park. I had forgotten just how breathtaking that park is. It is gorgeous. We went down for just a day. We went for a day trip down and back, which is honestly just amazing that I have the opportunity to even do that. People travel all across the world to come see this park, and it's basically in my backyard. We were able to go down and come back the same day and experience pretty much everything. Granted, it was a little bit rushed, but, you know, for being able to do it in a day, I think we got a lot done. We started off going up the Beartooth Pass, which I have forgotten also how crazy that in and of itself is. It's a switchbacks all the way up to like 11,000 feet in elevation. We, it was, it was uh, like a kind of a rainy day. It, it was raining on and off all day. So the clouds were hanging really low. We got up to the clouds. We drove through clouds. It was still snow, like feet of snow on top of the Beartooth. So I'm driving in like slushy snow on the ground through a fog. That was absolutely the wildest part of this whole trip. And that was just the beginning. We, we did get some really cool views up there, just looking down on from the mountaintop. But anyway, we get into the park. We, we stopped at a few spots I, had, I hadn't done before that just were great views. It was really cool to just to take it all in. Like I said, I'd forgotten. I really had. I'd forgotten just how beautiful that park is 
And I'm and I'm really pissed at myself that it took me this long to get back there. I plan on going back more recently or like sooner than I than it took me to get back this last time. Um But uh anyway, so so we kind of made the full loop all the way around the park. We went to we we started off on on the north east entrance, yeah, northeast entrance off of the bear tooth obviously. We took the the um long way around. We went by the lake first, and then we went to uh we stopped at Old Faithful. Now, Old Faithful is the biggest tourist trap in the park. It's truthfully not even worth it. If you've never seen it before, I suppose check that off your bucket list as something that you got to see. But Old Faithful is not all it's cracked up to be. Because shortly after Old Faithful, we went to... We were getting ready to head toward Mammoth. And we we were... Um, we passed the Painted Pots, which is something we wanted to see. It's basically... There, there's a, it's a bunch of geysers. It's a bunch of different, like, um, of the, the pools, the sulfur pools. And they're, like, blue and green and different colors and things like that. And you walk on the boardwalks. Um, we had passed it. Because we were going to go to the Norris Springs, which are not as cool as the Painted Pots one. And luckily, there was a line of morons stopping to watch the buffalo because there aren't a million buffalo in the park and luck and and because the line was so long we were like well fuck this let's go back and check those out my mom had wanted to see the painted pots and i didn't even realize that that's what it was that we passed so we flipped around went back and that was the best part besides the bear tooth pass the painted pots was the coolest part of the entire trip there's a geyser there. I wish I could remember the name of it. I want to say it's called like, like sporadic spring or something like that. So I'm not, I don't know how often it goes off. It's probably less often than, than, uh, old faithful. And that's why old faithful is so popular is because it is like continuous. It happens on the clock all the time and they can like pretty much pinpoint when it's going to happen again. I think we just got extremely lucky to see this one. It was, it went continuously for like 10 straight minutes. And we stood there for the whole thing. It's blowing water up into the air, like really high. There was like three or four of them going off at the same time. It definitely wasn't as high as like Old Faithful, but way more entertaining. So if you're ever in Yellowstone, go to the Painted Pots. That is the better one. You can just skip old faithful because it's just it's mayhem there's people everywhere it's a big tourist trap the painted pots is the one you want to go to that one was sick and like i said if we if we truly did get lucky to just time it perfectly to get there when those geysers went off man are we just the luckiest people on the planet we also just so happened to like every time we drive that's when it would start raining and whenever we'd get out to look at stuff it would stop it was just like the best stroke of luck we ha- we could possibly have. Um, also, though, I need to m- make mention of this. Tourists are the biggest pieces of shit 
on the planet. Because tourists, what, what, what a tourist is, is someone who is escaping their mundane, shitty existence to get away and, and go somewhere for a number of days and take in, in this particular instance, nature. They really wanted to see Old Faithful. They wanted to see the hot springs and do all that and go camping. They had to, they had to remove themselves from their shitty existence in life and come to Yellowstone. In doing that, they did not leave their shitty behavior behind. They did not leave their shitty attitudes behind. Because every other person we ran into or crossed paths with was an absolute piece of shit. Just rude. Tourists are the rudest motherfuckers. It's like, hey, leave your shit at home with the rest of it. Don't bring it here to paradise where I'm trying to have a good time. I know that your existence sucks. Don't make mine suck by involving yourself in my life. Every fucking tour, like, now, the roads in Yellowstone are two-lane highway, and they're not very big. There, there's very little room to, to pull off to the side. Almost every, I don't know, 50 miles or so, like, you, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. You would see people pulled off to the side just taking pictures of what? Like, if it was an animal or something, cool. Like, that's cool. But usually they were just taking pictures of nothing. And it wasn't even, like, the best landscapes. It was just flat. Or, or just, just a plant. It wasn't even anything exciting. At one point, we were stopped on the side of the, like, for a long stretch. Because all these idiots had to pull over. And I, I was going to be furious if, if they were there looking at buffalo. Because there's buffalo everywhere. Thankfully, I didn't have to murder anybody because it was, in fact, bears. So, we did get to see some bears. And that was pretty cool. But, it didn't stop the tourists from stopping every couple of feet to look at buffalo. Or to look at, you know, there were good spots. And we did pull off to look at certain scenes. We got to see a bald eagle flying above, fighting with some other bird. That was cool. America, baby. America. Standing there in Yellowstone Park with my black family members watching a bald eagle fight a bird. That's America. Truly. But these goddamn tourists, man. Goddamn tourists. Uh, they're just numbskulls, man. Stopping to look at a bunch of buffalo. Like, I get it. They're cool. And, and even worse are the tourists that try and pet them. They try and go up to the buffalo and pet them. And then they get fucking stomped. Which is just so awesome. Like, it's so great when people, when, when people fuck around and find out. When you get your just desserts. Because that's what you deserve. Play stupid, ga play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You know? It's hot dog time! Hot dog, 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 hot dog
a JPEG is? I just want a picture of a god dang hang 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 And another thing with the tourists, a lot of Asians, right? For some reason, Asians really want to see Yellowstone. It's a very Asian-heavy tourist spot. Now, actually, here's the other thing. Having my nephews with me really did open my eyes to why Yellowstone is so awesome. They're from a place that doesn't really have mountains and wildlife and things like that. So it truly is a great place for people who don't get to experience that to go. Because you know there's a lot of, of it around. So I do get it. I do understand why people want to go. For a long time I was just like, eh? Like, I don't get it. But I also live with a lot of natural beauty around me. So I'm not easily impressed by it. It is impressive. Nonetheless, but it's just got to be mind-blowing for somebody who lives in a city or is from, like, a big place and, like, doesn't, or a flat, like, from, like, Nebraska or some shit where there's nothing. It's got to be amazing to, to, to see that because it's even amazing for me and I live by a lot of it. So I do understand. A lot of Asians. Nonetheless, a lot of Asians. Now, when we were at the Painted Pots, when I was telling you about those geysers that were just, like, going off. Um, there was this Asian lady walking by and the, there was a geyser behind us and it didn't really go off that often, but when it did, it would shoot some water up onto the boardwalk area just slightly right as she was walking by that geyser threw some water up at her. It just splashed her slightly on her coat and she wouldn't have reacted any differently than if you threw acid on her. She like freaked out. And was just like, oh, hot, 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 hot. And is like, like, just wiping away. And she's like panicking and grabbing her children. Like, let's get out of here. Like, oh my God. She wouldn't have reacted any different if I would have spit on her. And you know what? I should have. For, for reacting that way, you're going to come to my country. You're going to come to not only my country, but my park. In my neck of the woods, you're going to come up in here and scoff at a little water? Let me show you a little water and just hawk a lug right in her fucking face. That's what I should have done. Been like, where's your mask now, bitch? COVID, motherfucker. This is payback. I should have grabbed her and threw her into that boiling water to teach her a fucking lesson. You do not come to this beautiful national park in my country and get and, and, and act disrespectful like that. A little water touches you? That's, that's water from the earth. That's water that's been boiled by the center of the earth. And you're going to act like you're better than that? You're going to wipe that off like you're better than that? Uh-uh. Not around me. That, she better pray that I don't ever see her again because I will throw her ass into one of those boiling pits. I'll be like, you want to see water? You're going to, you're about to see a lot of it. And I just throw her ass in. Yep. That would teach her. Don't ever 
Don't ever act like you're better than that water splashing up on you. From America. From the center of the earth straight up to America. That's what that is. Fuck tourists. Now, I figure since it's the 4th of July episode, since it's the Independence Day episode, what better way to get a nice laugh and to, and just to, and to honest honestly, it's not even to laugh at. It's it's to truly honor. We should honor our great president by watching some videos of him. This looks like a good one. Let's just see how this is. How are you, pal? Thanks for swearing at me. I tell you what, easy to swear at you. We've got news. The Rashid, Rashid Sanuk is now the prime minister. You're trying your breast, but it never feels like enough. What a stupid son of a bitch. But guess what? We got a lot to do. You gotta say hi to me. We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. What? This woman helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway. Well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. I'm sick and tired of ordinary people being fleeced. I'm tired of being quiet. Where I'm sick and tired. I'm just sick and tired. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Oh my God. Wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. That was I really mean, but think how we think about it. I'm sorry to take so long, guys, but everybody knows I like kids better than people. I like kids better than people. Everybody knows I like kids better than people. Than people. As if, wait, wait, wait. Very important thing I told I like kids better than people as if children are not people. Like, and you don't think he's a lizard, man? My daughter and granddaughters. No serious guys in your 30s. Oh my God. No serious guys in your 30s. Creepy guy. We're waiting for relief. I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. They're going to be getting checks in the mail that are consequential this week for childcare. Oh God. No, wait. The one that really, the one that really fucking threw me was um the interview he had with uh oh what's his name fucking Don Lemon like this is a so Don Lemon who by the way got fired from CNN he was like one of their biggest dudes the interview with him is so unbelievable that I can't like because of course he's gonna tee him up for for easy shit. Yeah, I think I think this is it. The average American yeah, household pays one hundred and twenty-two dollars every month on their electricity. What if I told? But first, let's check in with the leader of the free world, who is sane, healthy, and not in any way suffering from cognitive decline. You you, you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are you, are you okay? I mean, you seem, no, it works. Or, you you know, or, or, or the mom and dad, or, 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 or the neighbor, or when you go to church, or when you're, you know, no, I, I, I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Think of the people, if, if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were, there's a man on the moon, or whatever, you know, something, 
or, you know, whether those aliens are here or not. You know, who are the people they talk to beyond the kids who love talking about it? <laughs> what? What? Literally said nothing. Literally said nothing there. Like, and Don Lemon's a guy who, of course, would not, if, if he could dunk on he, if that would have been Donald Trump doing that, he would have donked on him so hard. But because Joe Biden is left-leaning, he's Democrat, um, fucking Don Lemon is not going to do jack shit. And the, the craziest thing about all this, okay, you just saw a glimpse of a few of those things. Now, I, I thought about doing some Kamala Harris ones, too. Because she's just as fucking batshit crazy. She might be a little bit more cognitive, but she's nutty as shit. These are the two people running this country. Like, if Joe croaks, which could be any day, she's the one in line. And she's fucking just as, just as bonkers. The crazy thing to me is, People on the left, and when I say the left, understand I'm talking about the hard left, the hard-leaning left, plus the establishment left. So when I refer to the left, I am referring to the establishment left and the far left, okay? The left truly believe, they look at videos like that, interviews like that. Press conferences like that, where he's saying nothing. He's saying absolute gibberish. He doesn't even know what the fuck he's saying. And they think, and they say, he's got a stutter. Oh, he's got a stutter. If you truly believe that, if you, if you can look at an interview like what we just looked at with Don Lemon, and can say to me that he has no cognitive issues you my friend are completely delusional and that in and of itself right there is exactly what the left is the left is fully delusional and that is why so many people cannot get on board with it the people of the left are i mean they don't even know what the fucking gender they are that's how far they've lost their minds they can't see that this guy is completely incapable of running a country, much less running to the store? Like, how, how can we possibly sit and, th and, and think that, that, that this is okay? Like, like, I just don't get it from a, from a standpoint of somebody who truly thinks that he's fine. Like, he's, he's good! He's good! Can't you tell? The and, and for anybody who, who also wants to sit here and say, well, you shouldn't be making fun of him. Like, he's older and he has, you know, he, he's clearly of age and blah, blah, blah. You're the one that fucking voted for him. And so, one of two things. Either you admit that he's cognit cognitively declined and it's not okay to make fun of him. Or you think he's fine, and you're the one who's cognitively, cognitive, oh my god, maybe I'm the one that's cognitively declined. 
you either believe that and and you're cognitive, cognitively declined. You're stupid. There we go. That's an easier way to say it. Um, it, it, it truly is baffling. And and what's even like the the even more crazy thing. So these the left, the the establishment left, everybody in the left backs a guy like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, who are completely fucking lost it. They they're completely lost in outer space. And then you got people like Tulsi Gabbard, who is exactly what the left wants. She's a woman of color. She served in the military. She's good looking. She's young. Like she checks all the boxes for a democratic leader. But they didn't want her because she wasn't going to play ball. She wasn't going to play softball with, with the fucking the establishment. She, she was a free thinker. And, and they pegged her as a Russian asset. How crazy is that? She, she, was the, she was the congresswoman from Hawaii, I believe. That's not even close to Russia. Like, I just, I don't get the connection to her being Russian. But then also, you have a guy like Robert Kennedy Jr., who has been, he, he declared that he's going to run for president. This is Robert Kennedy's, Robert Kennedy Sr.'s son, JFK's nephew. Comes from a family of established Democrats. And they're throwing him under the bus. They're throwing him aside. Like he's this crazy nut job conspiracy theorist. And anybody who says that did not watch that episode of Joe Rogan. If you, by the way, if you want to lose a couple nights of sleep and get paranoid as all fucking get out, go watch the Joe Rogan episode with Robert Kennedy Jr. And, you know, let me know how that goes. Let me know what you think of that. For all the conspiracy, for all the talk of him being a conspiracy theorist and being a nut job and whatnot, Nobody's willing to debate him. Nobody's willing to show facts and, and disprove what he's saying. He's open to letting people disprove him wrong, but nobody's willing to do it. So, so everybody just wants to label these people because they're not willing to play ball with the establishment. So instead, we get stuck with fucking dementia-ridden lunatics to run our country. Na- the, the other, name anybody else in line for, as, as a Democrat. To, to, to take up the presidency. There's Ga- Gavin Newsom. Fucking cuck-ass ball player right there. There's nobody. There's absolutely nobody. And anybody down the pipeline is fucking batshit crazy. Robert Kennedy Jr. Another guy who's a free thinker. Now, think about this. As I mentioned, John F. Kennedy, who, who is his relative, his uncle. John F. Kennedy was known, is, is, is praised as being one of the greatest presidents of our time. The Democrats adored him. He was, he was, he was the, the poster boy for, Demo- for, for being a Democrat. He was the last free-thinking president that we had. He... he didn't want war. He actively tried to avoid 
Vietnam. He was very understanding about the Cold War. He understood why Russia was so offensive and why they were like so um so 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 overly guarded and 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 hostile. He he didn't look at it like they were just the enemy. He looked at he looked at it from from an outside perspective and from and like in their shoes type of perspective. He believed in civil rights. He was all about it. Like he, he was a free thinker. He truly was a uh, um, an open-minded type of leader. And what did our government do? They murdered him. They silenced him because they didn't want somebody who would go against the establishment. Then you get a guy like Lyndon Johnson, and immediately upon Lyndon Johnson taking office, a few months later, we went to war because that's what the establishment wants. It's the military-industrial complex. Um, who did we elect next? Who was the next elected official to, run, to be our president after Lyndon Johnson? It was Richard Nixon, one of the most corrupt presidents we've ever had. Ever since John F. Kennedy, not a single one of our presidents has, has not been establishment. Hence why we haven't had any assassinations. Uh, Donald Trump was the closest thing to non-establishment that we've had. But he's, corp- like, he's a corporate guy. He's, he's basically just a riverboat captain. Like He's a narcissist. He's not about trying to... He is non-establishment, which was why so many people loved him. That's why he has such a cult following. But he's just too much of a narcissist to, to be a free thinker. He's not that type of guy. Look what happens to the free thinkers. Look what happens to the guys like Martin Luther King Jr., Robert, or John F. Kennedy, Robert Kennedy. They all get assassinated because we can't, the, the establishment can't deal with that. They don't like that. They don't like having that pressure on them. Thinking is not good for America. Being told what to do. That's what they want. They don't want you to think for yourself. Why do you think there's so many thought laws coming in to place now? Just how it is. That's how they want it. That's how they want it. Um, Things are... As much as I love this country, and I do, I truly do, I love this country. It's in a dark time right now. We're, 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 we're currently experiencing a very dark time. And the best way for us to get out of it is for a reset. Our, our, our leaders, our politicians, the CEOs of our corporations are all corrupt. They all work together. Our media works alongside them. Journalism is all about gotcha hit pieces and viral clips. It's not about reporting the actual news. Our entertainment has been reduced to 15-second videos online. And our movies, our television shows, are being dictated by a small percentage of this country. The most mentally ill portions of this country are deciding what we get to, 
consume for entertainment. Our children can't go to school without fear of being shot. Our food is poisoning us. We can't eat anything without consuming plastics or pesticides. Our medicine isn't healing us. Our medicine is making us sicker, making us addicted to them. And all to the profit of those people, to those corporations, to the, to the, to the uh, pharmaceutical industries. They're profiting off of making us sicker. Um, you know, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting time. We're at war. We're, we're spending more money on a war that we're not even involved in than spending money on our veterans who fought wars for us. Uh, it's, it's a pretty dark time. And we're literally only, um, you know, but you know what? Hey, we got the, uh, we got the bill of rights, you know? So we have freedoms that are protected. It's all, it's all good. It's all good and worth it because I can say the word, but not on YouTube because censorship, we can't say everything we want to say or, or, or want to think we get censored. Because free thinking is not good. Free thinking is bad. We do live in a, in a capitalistic, capitalistic world. But when all the pieces, when, when the corporations, the politicians, the media outlets, when they all work together, you know, it's easy to, to handcuff you, to force feed you misinformation or to to direct you down a certain path make you believe certain things and it's been happening for a long time and we're just we're just uh hurtling towards the nice sweet end when the aliens fight the robots so that's what we can look forward to um but as bleak as it is, there is always hope. There's always a brighter future. We just have to wake up. We have to understand what's happening to us. We have to understand that the leaders that are being put in place aren't being put in place by the people. They're being put in power by the corporations, by, by each other. That's why we keep getting all these lunatics running the show. We have to stand up. We have to be one again. We can't do this fighting anymore. We can't do this team mentality. It's like sports. My team's better than yours. My team's smarter than yours. We have better ideas. You're dumb. If you're on the left, you're a fucking gay, uh, you know, whatever. If you're, if you're on the left, you're a fucking, you know, nutty lunatic who, uh, doesn't know their gender and, and, uh, is a pedophile, you know, whatever. 
If you're on the right, you're a racist, fucking bigoted, xenophobic piece of shit. We have these labels. When, when the majority of us are in the middle, the majority of us are right there in the middle. All our politicians are, they're the, you know, they're, we just saw, they're the pedophiles. They're the, sat- the Satanists. Religion. Religion is, is, is uh, looked down upon these days. We don't even look at religion like it's, like it's something to be um, upheld. But, um, it's, and, and despite all these flaws, despite all these things, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. These are things we can fix. These are things that we can, we can bounce back from. And we will. We just have to be strong. We have to be a nation. One nation. Under God. Indivisible. With liberty and justice for all. It's hot dog time! If I look like I know what a JPEG is, I just want a picture of a goddang hot dog. Thank you guys so much. That concludes this year's 4th of July special, the Independence Day special. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you so much for watching. Um, I hope you guys have a great holiday weekend. Be safe. Don't blow your fingers off. Come on now. Come on, darling. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm doing this inside. Okay. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Happy Independence Day. Be safe. Make good choices. Don't drink and drive. God bless America. And don't forget, life's a garden. Dig it.